Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Those were gunshots. This is Peter Falk. Here are some scenes from the next episode of Columbo. All the members are tested, and they have to rate in the top 2%. Here I've been talking with the most intelligent people in the world, and I never even noticed. It might have been a woman. I think he was killed before we heard the shots. The shots we heard were on that record. It's a terrific puzzle. Wife's kid brother's favourite podcast about LA's greatest detective. This week we'll be spinning some discs and ending some lives at the Brain Trust House. Yes, it's the Bye Bye Sky High IQ murder case. And joining me to put his umbrella up the chimney is Paul Litchfield. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, how are you? I'm great, mate. Uh, what a weird title what for a Columbo. What a weird, weird title. I, mean, I, I, I would like to know what the room was like when someone pitched that title. It's just meant because most, most Columbo titles are always things like, you're invited Mm, or a, or a minor pun, yes. Or yeah. uh, murder doffs a hat, mm. but, and or or die. It's always die, kill, murder. But yeah. this just insane. Just a random collection of the... like Scrabble words. And also, when you break it down, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Also, it doesn't really have any bearing on the episode either. No, because you read that, you think, oh, someone's been murdered on a plane. Yes. No. Yeah. The only thing that it, that, that that grounds it in is IQ. It's about mm. her. A sort of clever IQ society. Yeah. But sky high, bye bye, yeah. percentage. What's all that about? It's just fucking stupid. Oh, percentage, I suppose, tax. But that's, yeah. ten, that's tenuous. The bye bye, sky high IQ murder case. I d- yeah, it, I don't know. You should have just said, like, death pays its taxes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Anyway. Uh, uh, brain dead. Yeah, brain dead. Yeah. 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 Columbo yeah. fucks a corpse. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm not watching that one. Columbo oh, yeah. likes dog porn. What? <laughs> Um, so, so, yes. uh, so, Paul, I always ask this question at the beginning. Where does Go your then. love of Columbo come from? I just, that's a really hard thing to pinpoint. I don't know. I have liked it a long time. I know that for a... I know that 
on a Sunday, it's my it's my sort of go to half look. You, you don't need to necessarily concentrate that much on ITV3 on Sundays. Mm. They just play them all day. Well, they, you got me into it. Right, yeah, because mm. I was saying, and you were like, I'm going to start watching these. Well, you um, showed me um, Candidate for Murder. Candidate for Murder. Yeah, <gasps> and I fell in love with it instantly. And it's weird because they are films, but I never see them. No. I only see them as... And I think I, I adore Columbo because I don't actually... I don't really like um, that much the cop sort of drama. No. It's, it's not my favourite thing. Like, no. um, what's the BBC One's big flagship that just finished and everyone talks in code? Oh, Line of Duty. Right, and I've never seen it. I just, no, I'm same. not remotely interested. Um, the only British drama I remember really enjoying, sort of crime drama, was Cracker. Mm. I love that. And I like murder mysteries, but I like them silly and daft. I like mm. them Agatha Christie and, and, and daft. Or I like them comedic, like Peter Falk in... Um, Murder by uh, Death. Murder by Death. Mm. And things like Clue, I adore. But mm. I don't really like this genre, but I adore Columbo. Mm. Simply because you can watch any episode of Columbo in any order you like. It doesn't yep. matter. Yep. It doesn't matter at all. And I like the pop look element of when you when I put them on the TV. And also, I think it's a bit like carry-on films. I never sort of set out to watch a Columbo. Mm. I just pass through and I go, oh, this one's been on for five minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And it's a bit like carry-on films. Oh, this one's on. I've seen it a hundred times. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you know, I just mm. randomly go in, and I, I, and I think the thing that then concreted it for me, which was much, uh, which was years ago, was, um, and you, you probably know this anyway, but for those who don't, because it's just the more you think about it, the more your sort of brain just falls out your nose. It's so insane. Was um, a film called Wings of Desire, which yeah. is a Wim Wenders, very art house project, which was later remade as City of Angels by um, American. It was awful. Um, and the premise of um, Wings of Desire, and it, it, this is a very thin premise because it's a proper art house movie, is it's just angels in Berlin and it's all in stark black and white and they just hover around or stand around people and they can just hear their internal dialogues and it's almost like a million monologues going on and it's and nothing much happens, it's rather beautiful, it's very arty, slightly opposite in art. Yeah. But there's an amazing bit where one of the angels is, is wandering around and there is Peter Falk himself mm who is playing himself on set, filming a Columbo. Yeah. So it's already insane. And then you find out that people, because obviously when these angels are wandering around, people can't see them or anything like that. They, uh, and then Peter Falk is like having lunch in between takes and he just goes, I can see, I, I can sense that you're there. And then it turns out, and this still blows my mind, that Peter Falk used to be in real life an angel. <laughs> right. who then decided to become human, become an actor, and be Columbo. And right. that just blows my fucking mind. I think that's what I do. Yeah, that's exactly mm. what I do. Mm. And I just love that idea that it's become that meta and insane. And also it just proves why Columbo's the best thing in the world, because it's being played by an ex-angel. There you go. Yeah. Like Boone. Like, just like Boone. Yeah, because just... he rides a motorbike, so yes. he might have been a hell's angel. He was probably a devil, yeah, cast out. <laughs> an old, an oaky devil constantly I... masturbating. <laughs> I do like the idea that there's a spectrum. At the top is Columbo, at the bottom is Boone. Boone, yeah, and you have to then take take any other TV detective <laughs> and see where you fit them in the ladder. <laughs> I think Campion's in the middle. Campion's, Campion's Because he's neutral. a time lord, so... Campion is pH neutral. Mm. <laughs> well... And the other thing I love about it is um, Columbo doesn't have an official theme tune, not no, really. No. Unofficially, it's Give a Dog a Bone, Nick mm. Paddy, because that's a motif that's used a lot. Mm. But he doesn't have an official theme tune. That's no. mental. Yeah. Oh, just, and anyway, I just, and also, 
Um, when I know you're going to ask me later on what's your least favourite and favourite. Hmm. I mean, obviously I've got answers, but weirdly there is no least favourite or favourite for me. It's I just what it, it's hmm. just what's on. Yeah. And I'll always find something even in the duff ones. I just yeah. and you know the idea of seeing the murder first. It's such a simple idea. Yeah, it's just one of those characters in it that you just love seeing him doing whatever. Yeah, exactly. Really. Yeah. There you yeah. go. If there was an episode where he was just having a dump, I'd still watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you and you still don't even see or hear Mrs. Colombo. No. But you know she's behind the door <laughs> with a glass held up to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be five more minutes. Just one more thing, Mrs. Colombo. Just one more thing. Run out of toilet paper. What'd you go to the shop for me? And take dog with you. Um talking of um nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um the Sigma Society, what do we think about them? I love the Sigma Society. Great bunch of lads. Great bunch of lads. And of course, they've got a few ladies. And they've got a very young lady, which they're not that keen on. No. How dare there be a young, clever girl? That's, they're basically like Mensa, but even more smug. Yes. Yeah. And I love the fact that one of them's Kenneth Mars. I was just going to say that, isn't that And weird? you're like, oh. And he's doing the most straight, normal, mm. lovely acting. And it feels so odd to me because every time you see Kenneth Myers, yeah. he's insane and he's ramped up to 11. I was thinking there's going to be, because I hadn't watched this episode before, just to say. Right. Um, I was thinking there was going to be a bit where we get into it and he's going to do like a weird couple of minute character piece. But no, exactly. Do exactly. I, I was, you, you think at one point he's going to have to be a Nazi or a Spanish waiter or he's going to be an old man or an old farting lady. But no, yeah. doesn't do any of that. I'd love it if it was an old farting lady. Old farting lady, yeah. I can help you, Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> and him just not being able to say, like, yeah, well, you know, geez. Yeah. <sighs> Just one more thing. Well, open a window. <laughs> you killed my dog. <laughs> you killed my dog. <laughs> so but you've never seen this one? Oh, that's I hadn't seen this one. No, it was one I hadn't watched yet. Um, season six. Season six. Beautiful. Yeah. This came out the year I was born, though. Did it? Yeah, 77. Yeah, there's a couple of little pops in my Columbo. Pops? A couple of little dinks in my Columbo uh, CV that I hadn't quite got around to watching yet. Oh, I still think there are two or three I've never seen. Hmm. And that's the joy of it. Um, it's, yeah. it it's the potluck element mm. of, oh, no, I've seen this in 80 times. Do I watch it again? Yeah, Shatner makes me laugh. So, oh, I... <laughs> Well, that episode's got something in common with this, hasn't it? A piece of equipment being someone's downfall. Yes, yeah, which is actually quite a common trope in a lot of Columbos. That's it's normally new, new equipment. It's a bit like Bond um, in that they have to get new equipment in. It is. It really is. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Pay so... attention, Columbo. This is a record player where you can pick a track. <laughs> it's always stuff like that 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 is always the downfall of the killer. Mm. What I love, why the reason why I chose this one is, is the setup is beautifully oh, insane, and that's why I love it. I don't know how you come up with this. I mean, usually I watch these ones and how I think do you that's write clever, that? but this one I'm like, how the fuck did you think of this? And it almost sort of can make sense, yeah. and that, and I'm fine to suspend any disbelief of what, but I love it, and that's of course the first thing we sort of see. Hmm. Is 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 Oliver? Is it Oliver? Yeah, he's called yeah, Oliver, yeah. isn't he? Well, first yeah. thing, Oliver Brandt. Kenneth Mars is doing a speech in front of um, a guy called yes. Bertie, who is Boss Hog. He's Boss Hog. But he, in this, he looks like Arthur Lowe. <laughs> he really does. He looks like a squashed Lowe. Yeah. Oh God, I love him. I looked that up and went, "That's Boss Hog." Yeah, that's insane. He's in also he's in really the mousy and small. And... Yeah, he's in the Johnny Cash episode as well as his yes. um, agent or something like that. Yeah, I love the way, again, like Bond, I love the way people can be in like more than one Columbo episode and you just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine, isn't it? Mm, love it. Um, but he, yeah, he's given a speech and yeah. everyone's very appreciative. And, and he's like, oh, yes, yes. And Oliver sneaks in the side door. 
Now, what do we think of Oliver Brandt? I see. I really like him he's great, personally. Mm. Um, I'm glad he sort of just did the one. I mean, mm. he starts off his entire career. His first ever screen role is in the African Queen, which is wow. mental. And I think he ends. I think he lived to a ripe old age. Mm. He was proper lefty civil rights, whatever. He was more of a theatre guy, and yeah. I think that shows. That shows definitely. But I don't mind got, that because I got, love the theatricality of the villain. Oh, I was just going to say his his entire thing is being theatrical. I mean, especially. I mean, we'll get there. There's a bit I absolutely love the demonstration of it. But he goes in and he lays the groundwork for his alibi, if you like. Yes, so he's that's got right. an umbrella with squibs attached to it. Yeah. They call it squibs, but it's basically firecrackers, isn't it? Yeah, it's what I suppose it's what we had as kids that we'd throw on the floor and they go. Pow! Yeah, but they but need this a... one. They've got to be attached, haven't they, to wires to yes. actually conduct some electrical charge. Um, yeah, and he and he's got like a spool of wire, and they're all attached to the record player. Yeah, and it's a sort of new record player, like I mentioned earlier, where it's like it's almost like a CD player. You tell it which track you want, and it goes over and picks it for you. Yeah, so you can set it to any point in the record you want. And yeah. what I love, why I've chose this one is, is because. Most most of the time, someone comes in and shoots someone, and then you go to, and then you're like, oh. But in this one, the the, the elaborate nature mm. of the getaway, of yeah. the circumstances to do the murder, and, and I love when you first see it, you're going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Why has he got that massive book with a mark down the middle? Mm. Why is he putting squabs squibs in an umbrella? Why is he marking a record? Why why is he doing all these why things? Why has he balanced a red pen on the side? Yeah, why yeah. is he in the nude doing all this? Mm. You know, that sort of thing. I just love all that. Why is he running around the room making chicken noises? <laughs> why is he doing Norman Collier's act but naked? <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> With his willy thumping against the drawers. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so, so he, he sets up this elaborate yeah. thing and mm. it is brilliant. So good. It's so good. And to, and to lend credence to this, after the sort of main Sigma chat, they mm. talk about very briefly the rising crime in the area. Mm. All which the burglaries. Is very important. And the burglaries, yeah. which is very important. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Oliver comes bundling in to make a bit of a kind of, oh, I'm late, everybody. Yes. Here is my alibi. Slightly pompous and yeah. a little bit like um, talking down to people, um, especially Gives... his partner, Boss Hog Ernie. Yeah, Bertie. Bertie, sorry. He gives him a little tickle. Gives him a t- yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. He does that about three times, and yeah. it's really weird. Because he goes from utter rage to, like, collapsing with laughter. See, I, that really got me, because that is me. I'm very ticklish. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. And if I was really cross and someone tickled me, I would do that. <laughs> I'd get really angry. Do you reckon Hitler, like, if Hitler went to the new... But, no, no, sorry. Yeah, if, go, on, go on. No, but if, like, if they got all the Nazis at the Nuremberg trials and then he's giving evidence and they're like, well, you know, everyone's like, well, this is a shoe in he's dead. I mean, you know, he's mm. killed millions. Mm. But someone tickled him. Do you reckon that some would go, oh, he's oh, all right, actually. He's all right. He's got he's all, I didn't mean <laughs> to kill the Jews. <laughs> like, oh, just give him community, sir. <laughs> he was no, good at painting, that so happened. that would work, wouldn't it? So... Yeah, two coats, one apartment, one afternoon. <laughs> Brilliant. Brooks. Another Mel Brooks joke there. Um, so yeah, he 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 makes a joke about you know the the burglaries because you know people might when the Russians might want to steal Bertie's brain. But yeah, so Bertie's like, oh, can you not do this all the time when we're mm. in the, when we're in our Sigma group? You know, the best of the best. I mean, it must be annoying if you're clever and one of you. I mean, it would happen by the way if you were in a clever group, one would start picking on another because they yeah. all think they're cleverer than each other. 
and um, before and and basically he goes, oh, Bertie, can can I have a quick word? Mm. So and so we'll go upstairs. But in the meanwhile, there's a little sort of subplot which weirdly I keep looking at and going, I don't know if it has any relation. But anyway, yeah. Well, the woman takes the phone call to yeah. her dad. What I what I really love is, is is the jacket she's wearing looks exactly like Peter Davidson's Doctor Who costume. It does, yeah. <laughs> it's like she's like early proto Davidson. Well, she was the first Doctor. She's the first doctor. So she and makes she, a phone call, yeah. doesn't she, to her father. And I well, think it becomes important later on, doesn't it? It sort of does, but it sort of doesn't. But anyway, that's fine. Well, it kind of establishes how long Oliver was upstairs for. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, so he goes up with the Bertie and Bertie says, you know what? It's really annoying when you belittle me in front of everybody and tickle me. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, and, mm. by the way, um, I think you are a dodgy tax. <laughs> I think you're embezzling everybody's money. I think you're money. embezzling. Yeah, there's that as well I want to throw in there. Yeah, and he says, and you know what? And this is the, the mistake every victim in Colombo makes. Mm. I'm going to expose you. I'm going to expose you. Mm. And But what I love is, is Oliver immediately goes, then I'll have to kill you. And yeah. it's almost seen like a joke. But and then like, he says something else and then he goes, oh, right, well, I really am going to have to kill you then. And you're like, oh, no, that's horrible. Well, he tickles him again. Tickles him again, of course. And then he says, I'm going to, and I've written it down, I'm going to tell the whole world what you are. Yeah. Really angry. Yeah, and before you can even you can even comprehend that this is oh he's going to murder him, he just fucking shoots him twice with a silenced pistol. With a silencer, and it's mm. brilliant. The sound is amazing. And then there's a little yeah. gap, and then and he yeah. falls just up halfway up the steps. Yeah, like Robin, Kermit's nephew. Yeah, <laughs> dead on the stair. <laughs> That'd be a very sad song if it cut to him, but it was the music was playing and the, the singing's supposed to start. They cut to him, and he's just dying. They're dead. He's dead, but they've also made tiny Muppet flies going around the corpse <laughs> and a little Muppet syringe in his arm, <laughs> full of full of yellow felt <laughs> and a spoon. And tiny Muppet flies, and of course, at one point, one of the two of the Muppet flies goes, "What do you think of this song, rubbish?" Yeah. And they're just flying around the corpse. Waldorf and Statler go, and I thought I was half dead. <laughs> so anyway, Oliver shoots him, bang, bang. And, yeah. then, and then starts creating the perfect murder. The perfect murder. So and it's starts brilliant. The record. Oh, and then because they're going to do this word game they do as well, don't they? Where you have to pick a word out of the dictionary. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Bit tossy. And he goes well, that, to... that that's to establish because uh, they do that every night, don't they, yes. at the Sigma Club? And whoever loses has to pay for all the drinks. Uh, it's 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 a slight dick waving thing that the Sigma Society have. Yeah, yeah. Which actually fits that society really well. So I mean, I've got to be honest. What I do with the Sigma Society is that I'd put fire extinguishers in front of all the doors and set fire to the the building with them in it because they just get on my nerves. <laughs> well, I think they're supposed to. I think that's mm. the point because yeah. I like the fact like, later on that they all want to help Colombo. And they're all completely wrong. Oh, I love which that. Is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he comes downstairs, of course, and he goes. Oh, so he sets all these things in motion, as we said. The record player started going. He comes downstairs and says, "Oh, looks like Birdie won again." So he has to buy all the drinks. Yeah. And so there's a bit of mingling, and then suddenly, you hear a gunshot. Mm. Then you hear a thump. Oh, a thump. Uh, yeah. A thump. Then yeah. another gunshot, yeah. and then and then they all go, "What the hell?" They all mm. run upstairs just in time to see a door slam. Yeah, because he's left the window open to create like a gust. Yeah, and the door goes boom. Yeah, and they're all like, "What the hell's happened?" Yeah, <gasps> it's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. And then, um, 
while everyone's looking at the body and saying, "Oh my God," he then removes slowly removes the wire from the record player and the pen. Yeah, yeah, and stashes the umbrella up the chimney. Stashes the umbrella up the chimney. Uh, very important because the 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 banging squibs or squabs mm. have obviously gone off and detonated in the umbrella. It's a perfect way for him to oh, he, he dispose the, of the evidence later. And he's put the gun in it as well. And the gun's been dropped mm. in there as well. Yeah, yeah. And then he just says, "I really did love you, Bertie." Oh. No, you didn't. You shit. You always tickled me, baby. Looked stupid. <laughs> and now we get the you um, stupid boy. You stupid boy. And then we get all the um, all the detectives turning up. Not Columbo yet. Well, this is a really weird Columbo introduction. This one compared to it the really usual is. One. He usually yeah. bumbles in. And is like, oh, what's happening? Like he's been up all night. This is like a theatrical entrance. Yeah, because he gives it. He hmm. Opens the door in a sort of puff of his own cigar smoke. Yeah, I think he's just had a dump. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and just the look of him. I mean, mm. how how did they find that suit? Because sometimes it looks mauve, mm. sometimes it looks beige. It's like that dress that got famous a few years ago on yes. Twitter. Is it black or is it blue? Mm. I always look at Columbo and go, "How did you find that color? It's the weirdest." Ugh. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's his just... cigars are green, like yeah. sickly pea soup green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. His entrance is brilliant, and I love the little chalk outline going up the stairs. Oh, also, before Columbo comes in, he's left in the room on his own. Yes. And he wipes his brow with a hanky, which is the one he used to put the umbrella up the chimney, and realises he's got soot all over his forehead. He's got soot, yeah, which he notices in a mirror, doesn't he? And goes, holy shit, and wipes it off just as Columbo enters. Well, we hear footsteps up the stairs. Yeah. And it's that little girl who's annoying. She goes, do we know who did it yet? And he goes, no! Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm. But then suddenly in comes Columbo, yeah. and he does the perfect Columbo thing. Mm. He knows the Sigma Society, he knows what they are, and he upplays being the thicko. Yeah, and also I think he, perfect. he immediately thinks he did it, because there's a line where he says, um, he, well, well, Oliver tells him that the Sigma are the, are the top 2% of the most intelligent people in the world. Yes. And then Columbo almost sarcastically says, here I've been talking with one of the most intelligent people in the world, and I didn't even notice notice that's so lovely and that's and to me him saying i know you did it well there's a theory that uh, uh, that, that a lot of columbo people uh, fans go is does columbo just wander in and decide you've done it yeah. like like almost on the hoof mm. and now i'm going to do my utmost to prove it mm-hmm. <laughs> he just happens to be right or when is the point where he goes ah okay because I, I always think as soon as columbo enters a room he takes like 10 seconds and goes yeah you've done it yeah. <laughs> and now i'm going to prove it so he um, he asks about the word game they were playing, and then he explains, like you said earlier, that they do it, and whoever loses has to buy the drinks. Yeah, yeah. And, and he... Columbo's glances, it's weird that the um, book is on the floor. On the floor, yeah. On the floor. And he goes, oh, he probably dropped it. Mm. Yes. And Columbo's like, sure, yeah. Mm. And then he says that the girl, Caroline, the little girl, she didn't hear any footsteps down the stairs. Yeah. And then, and then he, he he leaves Oliver and he goes downstairs to speak to all of the Sigma people. Yeah, but they can't between them can't agree on the facts. No, so they keep well, saying it could have been a man, it could have been a woman. Yes, and he was very tall. No, he was mm. probably short. Mm. No, he was very heavy footed. No, he was very fleet of foot. It was Ronnie Corbett. No, it was Sid Little. <laughs> yeah, it was Ronnie Corbett or Bernard Manning. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> but what I love again is that is you've got all these geniuses all trying to slightly sort of outdo each other mm. uh, to be the one who solves it. No, I think it's this and I think it's that, and it's lovely. Yeah, it's so funny. It's really good. It's fun. A really Columbo nice. Just sort of looking at them all, like, ah, you're a shower shit. He just starts smiling, doesn't he? Because yeah, just smiles. Yeah. Um, so then, um, Columbo and Oliver leave together at the same time. Yeah. And Oliver's just now thinking, I've got away with this. 
Yeah, absolutely. So he does the thing which he does later to even greater uh, aplomb, where he just switches into the most pompous, yeah. arrogant wanker you've ever met. Yeah. And he gives Columbo a mind-bending puzzle about gold coins. Yes. And his, so his puzzle is um, you have identical sacks of coins, can be any amount of sacks. Mm. Um, and um, in all of the sacks bar one, um, in, in this case, it becomes three sacks to make it easier for us as the viewer. Mm. So you've got three sacks of gold. Two of the sacks are full of real gold. One of the sacks is full of false gold. And the only way you'll find that out is if, is if you weigh only one bag. You can only weigh one bag and the false gold will be given away because it will be one ounce per gold piece heavier because it's mm. false gold. But you're only allowed to weigh one bag with a penny weight. Mm. Only one bag. How do you do it? And there's an amazing bit later on where he goes, I think I've got you, sir. And yeah. Oliver thinks yep. that it's the murder. And he goes, <laughs> the, the riddle. And he yeah. gets it wrong. And it's just brilliant. And of course, Columbo has done that utterly on purpose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he's always got... Columbo is like mm. the worst cat who just toys with his victims yes. for as long as he can get away with it. You always get the impression he could have solved it halfway through the episode, but he Absolutely. just loves yeah. to play just along. Just toying with them. Oh, mm. it's so sadistic and beautiful. But then... Columbo's like, oh, that's very good, sir. And then he goes back to him with his own puzzler. Mm. He says the killer shot him, but he had the one who smelled it dealt it. Yeah, he <laughs> stank in that toilet, but uh, it wasn't me, of course. No. Um, he says that the killer had what was it, ten seconds of time before he ran away. Yeah. What did he do with that ten seconds? Mm. Mm. And that's something Oliver obviously hasn't thought about. Yeah. That the person who did it in his alibi would have to have stood stood around in the room for ten seconds. Yeah. Doing nothing. Uh, and then Columbo does that. Well, thanks for helping, sir. I'm off. And of course, we, I think the other thing you've got to mention, because I think it's so iconic, <laughs> is, as well as Columbo's look, is his car. Because his, car, yeah. his car's like the Millennium Falcon or the TARDIS yeah. or the Enterprise. It's so vital to Columbo's And Falk picked it out personally. Yeah. They and went it's to this the lot. Round shackled mm. death machine. And I love the fact he pulls off and immediately cuts <laughs> over another car. He nearly crashes. Yeah. <laughs> nearly <amazing>. crashes. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel sorry because there's, there's quite a few Columbos where he takes the killer away in his own car. Yes. He's, he'll say something like, you know, uh, the Johnny Cash one particularly springs to mind. You know, well, I'll get the guys to come and pick up your car later. Well, quite, and yeah. They have to get in his tiny little smelly car. But I think he does that again quite often, especially with very important posh people. Mm. He sort of likes to disgust them by mm. his look. The, I can't remember the one where he constantly is smoking and there's a housekeeper who just goes insane because he keeps using different things as ashtrays. Oh, isn't it suitable for framing, isn't I it? I think it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, which I love that one. Yeah. And she goes mental all the time because he keeps mm. putting out his cigarettes in the weird places. But he loves taking those people into his shitty little car. Mm. There's one, I can't remember which one it is now, someone will tell me, where there's like three people and he has to put me. It might be the Robert, the Robert Vaughan one, I'm not sure. Right. I think it is. I think it's uh, Death Last Salute, the Commodore. Where he just crams like four people into his little car with the top down, and they it all look just fucking miserable. Stink. It must just stink <laughs> of like, his dog's farts, his <laughs> cigar, stale chili and crackers, his unwashed suit. I mean, that's the thing. You know he just eats chili all the time, so he absolutely probably just the worst guffs imaginable. Hot, hot farts. <laughs> And it's the sort of thing that when you sit in the seat, they'll get released again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the second wind is all yeah. trapped in the leather. So you just get this funk of... When people sit on the seat, it just goes... <laughs> you're like, God, Jesus. Wind the window down. You'd be like, the windows don't wind down. <laughs> you know, I'll put the air on. Oh, it's full of chilly. <laughs> the air conditioning on just... <laughs> It's just hooked to his ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's even worse. 
How long is this journey? Just 80 miles. <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. <laughs> Sorry, kilometres. All right, I did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did it. I did it. Give me a peg. <laughs> <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, Oliver goes home and he buries the um, squibs. He, he buries the squibs garden. in a little pot plant in his garden. Yeah, gets rid of them. And then he goes home. We 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 meet. What's what's going on here? Because he's got a wife who's a bit younger and more attractive than him. He's got a sort of trophy wife, and she likes to spend, spend the money. The money. So this is where we know why he's been embezzling to just keep his his wife in in the manner she's a. Yeah. And she, she does, really she doesn't, doesn't give no. much of a fuck about him, does she? No, she doesn't give a shit that Bertie's dead either. She basically says, no. my best friend Bertie has been murdered. She's like, oh, well. That's what I've written down. She's over yeah. it in under 22 seconds. Mm. She, she hears says, it and goes, oh, well, life's a living. She says, we must put Bertie out of our minds. Let's go shopping and buy some clothes. Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. It's very sad. And then we cut to the next day. Columbo straight into the office, yes. the tax office where Oliver works, and we meet a man who's packing away, who's, who's Oliver's yeah. male secretary, mm. um, which is Mr. Campanella. Yes. And I thought at the beginning, oh, he's been fired, but he hasn't. He's been promoted, actually. Yes, he's become a fully-fledged accountant. He's going to fully-fledged accountant, because Columbo does a joke a bit later on when he leaves yeah. the office, because Oliver's not there, because yeah. he's gone out for lunch or something. Right. And, he, and he just says, women's lib! Mm. And all that, like, how did, like, it's so weird that there are male secretaries. But the woman says, well, no, what Mr. Brandt does is he only employs males. Mm. And they, because they'll become the best accountants, because they'll learn on the job. Yeah, and then they'll so get promoted you... and they'll get a new person to come in to be the new secretary. Yeah, so Campanella's been promoted and we meet the other guy who replaced him. And he mm. and he's a bit disgruntled because he really thought he should have got the promotion. Yes, that's right. 
But no, he's now a secretary for however many years. And he tells him that Oliver isn't in. He's gone for a walk in the park. Gone for a walk in the park. And this bit I love, because Oliver is having a walk in the park and it's really busy, everyone having a lovely time. And all he's trying to do is fucking get rid of the gun. (laughs) Yeah, he's gone back to the Sigma house. He's got the umbrella and the gun back from the chimney. He's gone to the park. And what he's going to do is going to dump it in the bin. Because the last thing you want on this day is Columbo to see you wandering around on a hot sunny day with an umbrella. With an umbrella and an ice cream. And an ice cream. And he's literally about to put it mm. and suddenly Columbo's just there. Hey, how yeah. you doing? It's brilliant. And, and what I love about this, the way it's acted, is that Oliver, from this moment until the bin's taken away, because what basically Columbo sees that he's got an ice cream and goes, where'd you get that? And he goes, oh, over there. So he goes to get an ice cream and Oliver dumps the gun in a paper bag in the bin. It slightly spills out. It spills so you out. You sort of see it. And, and there's this Columbo tension. stood there and you're mm. like, oh my God. And Columbo does the thing he usually does. You know, I've got a nephew who wants to be an accountant. Can you give me some advice? He has to mention an extended family member. <laughs> That's right. And Oliver's playing it like there's a bomb under the table. You know, the old Hitchcock yes, thing. Yes, yeah. And we know and he knows, but Columbo doesn't know. And just yes. as the tension is getting too much, a man comes along and takes the bin away. To... Takes it and puts it in the big trash can, and you think, right, he's got and away with that. And you can visibly see all the blood rush back to, into him. Yeah. He becomes, basically, I've written here, he becomes Jonathan Miller. Because <laughs> Columbo asks him about the umbrella, and then he just goes on this big flowery tangent about when or when you shouldn't have an umbrella. Well, yeah, he gets he gets his groove back, doesn't he? Because he's mm. like, I've gotten away with this. What I think the other reason why I love this one is um, through many Columbos, some of some of the um, murderers maintain their dignity like right to the end, mm. right to the end, and then they collapse. Yeah. With Oliver, after this moment, you just watch a man unravel. Yeah, absolutely. He just he, um, he actually feels guilty, mm. um, and he feel and, and you know he confesses to his wife later on. Well, um, I'd, I'd argue he, that you, the moment he gets home and his wife gives him that reaction, yes, when he it could to be, yeah. and you just see this man gently unravel. He cannot. Mm cope with what he has done yeah it's brilliant yeah it's so it's 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 just like you say it's the acting as well he's such a good actor this guy yeah you can switch from pompous and la 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 this Mm. is the one thing mcguin could never do he Mm. just constantly stayed pompous inspector Mm. and you always be like i'm much better than you Mm. all right all right that's that's what he said all the way through yeah oh yes oh kenneth williams would have been a good yeah, yeah no, right at the end he gets caught. He's like, stop messing the bell. And it mm. just freezes with him like... <laughs> Going to prison tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after his speech about how to avoid drenching in seasonal rains. Yeah, yeah, then... he has to come up with a thing. And he goes, I always carry umbrella with me at all times. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I'm always ready. And, and Columbo's... Like, oh, that's just... clever thinking. But really, you can see he's thinking that you in an umbrella on a hot day like this doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, it's suspicious. Yeah. 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 And then um, Columbo then goes back to the Sigma Society. And yeah. that's where we get Caroline, who first yes. gives him her theory. Yeah. She uh, thinks the gunshots were on the record. Which, and she's absolutely sort of almost right. It's all to almost. And it's a good almost. idea. But and he likes the idea. He does. But then he immediately patronises... And mansplains to him, goes, You're kind of pretty and clever. Yeah. But you're fucking wrong. It's a bit weird, though, where he's like, Oh, I've, you're such a beautiful girl. And That's we, weird, isn't in it? In the world of Columbo, she's 14. The actor was 22, apparently. Yeah, but no, she's supposed to be 14 because there's lots of d- uh, disgruntled members going, How dare we have a clever clogs 14 year old lady in here? Mm. But yeah, he literally sort of like holds her by her face and goes, You're kind of hot. And you're yeah. like, Columbo, don't, uh... don't. 
think maybe we should go back and look at that again. But what he, I think the aim is, is because she gets like all like, oh, no one's ever said that to me before. No one's ever said well, She says, I'm no pretty. one's complimented my body over my mind. And if I was him, I'd go, hang on, I didn't say anything about your body. Don't well, tell you, people I said that. All you, all you can see is the bottom of his trench coat moving up and down. <laughs> he's, he's just got a ladle, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'd say to her, look, just, you know, I said you were, uh, you had a nice face, okay? I didn't yeah. say anything about your yeah, body. Yeah, that's it, that's it. So don't go walking around town saying Lieutenant Columbo said I had a hot body. I didn't say that. So You'll she get me leaves. Up. Yeah, exactly. So she leaves and yep. um, Columbo does some good old snooping. Well, then Danziger comes in and gives his. Yeah, Dan's, yeah, but before that, he does some snooping. Oh, yeah. He's looking at the. He's very intrigued by this big line that goes across the dictionary. Mm. He's looking around all sorts of bits, and then Danziger comes in, another member of Sigma, who offers his theory. Yeah, which is so stupid. Elastic band, An no, elastic, elastic band, stretchy thing. Yeah, that somehow jettisons the murder weapon out the window. And up Columbus the chimney. Sort of looks up the chimney, and Columbus yeah. sort of looks at him and like, bullshit. Mm. <laughs> He says there were screens on the windows, and I've already checked the chimney. And then he, well, he, he goes to say that, and then he thinks I'll show him. And then he looks up and says, "There's nothing up there." Yeah. So then Danziger's like, "No." But again, yeah. I think he was like, "Oh, I kind of like these people who are coming up with ideas. That's quite funny." Yeah, and and Danziger offers the idea that actually it was suicide. That's what happened. Oh yeah, that's right. Suicide. He yeah. shot himself, and then after the thud, because Columbo's like, "Well, how could he shoot himself, fall over, and then shoot himself again?" And he's like, oh, exactly. "Well, maybe it was like a spasm or something." A spasm, yes, yeah. right, a spasm. Yeah, like, mm. <laughs> so Columbus sort of once again says thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. You know. And then he goes to... Oh, he um, goes to the house, and this is crucial. Yeah. He yeah. goes to the house on a very, very stormy, with an umbrella. night with an umbrella. And no and coat, what the hell? No, no coat. Mm. And he immediately gets the opportunity to have a slight sort of go, and uh, not go like that, but on, on um, Oliver's wife. Well, also, they've got the same record player as at the That's Sigma the thing, Club, and which he's he really intrigued about that. Yeah, he's mm. like, so you can stop this at any point and play it whenever you want. And she's like, yes, this is how the murder was made, not knowing that she's saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's got a computer. You can do this and you can yeah. probably murder someone. You could probably murder someone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's like, okay, so we put chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap on and that. And he's like, no, no. And what I love put is... Put your he... trousers back on, for God's sake. <laughs> he even brings... I saw my mama singing a song. Well, actually, it was my wife's nephew. Was my wife's myself. nephew's second cousin, Vinny. Um, what I love is, is um, he goes, well, can we, can we see that in action? And he brings the very oh. record that was playing, yeah. knowing that Oliver's going to come home and see that. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. But yeah. that's like him just gently, again, poking and teasing and, mm. you know, just... So... Like, we know he's like 70, 70%, 80% there. Yeah, already he's mm. formed most of his sort of, like, theory, yeah. yeah. But he's just confirming it all, and she's unwittingly helping him. Yeah. Mm. She tells him how the record player works... And then yeah. uh, Oliver comes in. Oliver with, comes home. Yeah, yeah, and that's when you, as you said earlier, goes. By the way, I know, I know how how it's how what happened. You know. Yeah, how I mean, it's done. And he's like, shit, I'm yeah. caught. Mm. And he offers a theory that's right, and then Oliver's like, no, close but no cigar. And he's like, okay, well. And then they, he's offered a drink, and he goes, ah, I've taken up too much of your time. I'm off. Yeah. And rather crucially, because mm. it's such horrible weather, he leaves. But he leaves, and of course he does this on purpose. Yeah. He leaves with Oliver's umbrella, not yeah. his own. Yeah. Which is crucial to the plot. And he opens it and it goes. Tow, 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 tow. <laughs> and he goes, fucking hell, he outside. Shits <laughs> and everyone just thinks it's his car. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> is he in his car yet? Because I heard gunshots. <laughs> it smells even worse in here now. Jesus Christ. 
Um, and then um, he goes to the nightclub, the, the sexy disco nightclub. What is going on here? <laughs> this is brilliant because suddenly it's and you now see um, Oliver's newly appointed secretary, now accountant. Yeah, George. Um, George, mm. and um, he's talking to a right old floozy. Oh yeah, she loves him, and then Clumber just falls on them. <laughs> falls on them. I love it. He just literally thinks, how, how best to make an entrance here? What I'll do is I'll jump on them like a concrete breeze block and just plonks himself on them. But before he does, she's like, I'm into quaaludes and uppers and downers. And she's like a real sort of, like, yeah, let's just be free, daddy yeah. And, and she he, loves Columbo as well. She does. Until he, he falls on them, cramps the style, and then basically says, oh, by the way, I know about all the embezzlement. And then she's like, oh, well, I better go. Yeah, she said, like, you got some crazy friends. Mm. Yeah, and he's like, I know all about the embezzlement. And then does, you know, if you don't, like, um, cooperate with stuff like that, then you're actually guilty as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, and he's like, he hasn't said he is. He just goes, I, I mean, I'd hate to be in that position. But he's got that smile on his face the whole time. Yeah, that, yeah. you know, a young guy, that's really going to tarnish his reputation if he's an mm. accessory. Anyway, I'm off. And you See like, you later. And then Susie's like, oh, you got some crazy friends. And he goes, I wish I were dead. I wish I was dead. <laughs> So she then, said Scampy wasn't that bad. So then he goes to meet him the next Columbo the next day at a diner, and then we get Jamie Lee Curtis. We get Jamie Lee Curtis' first ever film. Eighteen and years she old, is, and she is brilliant because yeah. all she plays is a very disgruntled, angry waitress. You buy that here? Uh, no, I bought it in the donut shop because I was going to eat it in the elevator. But then I saw my friend here, and. Um... She That's is it. fucking livid. And I love the fact, and it's all because Columbo has met the <laughs> um, uh, the tax guy in the morning and he wanders into a into a cafe, but he's got a donut in his hand. And yeah. she goes, is, is that your donut? He's like, yeah. yeah. Did you bring it in? Yeah. She's like, no, no, you fucking don't. And literally puts it in her pocket. <laughs> and then, and then, then goes, the order something. So he looks at the menu for slightly too long and goes, I can come back. No, 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 I'll have, um, I'll have a donut. I'll have a donut. <laughs> it is so brilliant. And she looks at him like, motherfucker, and then wanders off. And she only comes back briefly just to go, there's your donut. Yeah, and that slams that, it that's down. her entire bit. She plays it so well. It's so lovely. Yeah. It's so brilliant. Oh. And, and now um, George mm. is going, okay, look, I can give you some information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I did, I was asked to look at some tax records and all that, but this is all from... Um, the victim, isn't it? Um, Bertie. Bertie had asked, because that, that, that's why Bertie accused Oliver in the first place. He needed evidence, so that's George right. has provided him with this information. Basically, he says, yeah, that Oliver's trying to spend to keep his wife happy. And uh, they were on to him. Uh, and he, uh, George alerted Oliver to the danger. Yeah. And that's what got him yeah. his promotion. Yeah. Glenn was like, thank you for that bit of information. And then just as he says that, who turns up? Bloody <gasps> Oliver. Oliver and you, Oliver's now a little bit sweaty of brow and a little bit like oh god. Well, George goes, oh, we, we were just talking about. It. He goes, oh, I know what you were talking about, and you think he's going to go, oh, you're onto my embezzlement, but he goes, my nephew, the tenant's nephew wants to be an accountant. That's right, isn't it? And they both like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. My nephew's a cross dresser and wants an operation to work on a cruise. <laughs> well, sorry, that's why he came in. Okay, my nephew's that's... thinking seriously about shooting himself. <laughs> I should probably take him to the Samaritans or something rather than... My nephew made the mistake in the Navy of doing a willycopter near a submarine and the propeller turned him into a Jewish boy, if you know what I mean. Can he sue the Navy? Yes. Well, yes, I suppose he can. (laughs) My wife fell over at work. 
<laughs> and now needs an operation. Can she sue the employer for their white wife, flaws? My wife, my wife got on a stainless stair lift, and the stainless stair lift jettisoned and propelled her 19 foot into the air. It was some gremlins that did it. It was gremlins, I tell you. <laughs> Oliver's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, I've, I've, okay. I've, yeah, I did it. But, but Oliver hasn't done the thing that most of our Colombo villains have done at this point, where they go a little bit like, would you just please yeah. leave me alone? Because yeah. he's just, he knows that Colombo is just on to him, and he cannot even back up with pomposity like a lot of the villains do. No. Please, Mr. Colombo, well, as you say, as he's you... just literally unravelling. He's unravelling. The other ones have got the arrogance, but Oliver yes. hasn't really got that because he knows he's done wrong and he is Which is a really nice um, yeah. character trait for him to have because you would think the fact that he's Mr. Clever, Clever Clogs, Mr. Genius, mm. that he would have that. He does have that pomposity right at the beginning, mm. but he doesn't keep that going throughout. He's just now like, just his world is caving in. Yes. Which I love. Yeah, no. Like you, you're right though. If, if this scene would have happened in like a Robert Culp episode, he'd have been shouting yeah. at him. He'd be like, now see here, Lieutenant, you're a thorn in my side yes. and all that sort of stuff. Stop hassling me and my staff. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so Columbo, go, so he, George tells Oliver what they were talking about, really. And Oliver's like, oh. and then he goes to work and he gets to his office and Columbo spins around in his chair like a Bond villain and then tells him he knows all about it, but then he pretends that it was Bertie who was in bed. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the, mm. again, this probably wouldn't stand up in court because, um, no. but yeah, Columbo goes, yeah, you're right. Your, your uh, partner was doing the embezzling. And he's giving Oliver that lovely false hope. Because Oliver then says, well, I'll, I'll need time to think about this. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, whatever you need. But the fact that he's in his office before him and the fact that he's sat in his chair, it's the status mm. thing. Yeah. Look how much I'm the king. Yeah. And I love it. I just love that. It's and so well then done. Oliver calls in Alvin, and, and that's um, it. Alvin, yeah, Alvin's Alvin. the other guy, yeah. yeah, the one who wanted to be promoted, yeah. And then he says, "You dare to tell me your position in this firm, you niggling little twit? You niggling little twit!" And then he says, "You self-serving, ambitious lout! You'll be a secretary here until you're old and grey." Because <laughs> he has to vent at someone, and of course, why yeah. not? It has to be the subordinate. Oh, and then he says at the end, which I had to write this down. You're Show a... me your willy! <laughs> yeah, do a willy copter around the office. <laughs> he says, you're a great choking stench in my life. Get out. That's the bit I wrote. You're a great choking stench in my life. And you're like, wow. Mm. I love it. Oh, that's <gasps> brilliant. And then he goes home and slams the door. And his wife comes out and then he tells her that he's, 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 embed all, he's embedded all the funds. She couldn't give a shit. Could not give a shit. She, she's basically like, I probably knew you were, but just keep buying me the diamond earrings and the gowns. Mm. And I love the fact she has no moral scruples whatsoever. Well, he says to her, do you understand what I'm telling you? And she says, no, and I don't think I want to. I embezzled funds! Mm. And she's like, couldn't give a fuck. It just reminds couldn't me of that Monty Python fuck. sketch and everyone says they've embezzled anything. It's that one with Palin, and he goes, yes. they were talking about the, the, the how much money they made that year, and he says, we it was a penny less, and he says, what happened to that penny? And he goes, I embezzled it. I embezzled it. <laughs> so then we get a phone call, and it's the it's the police, and they yes. say that uh, someone, we, uh, Columbo wants to see him at the Sigma Society. Columbo is, well, and I love that, you are summoned. Summoned, that's the You one, are yeah. summoned to the Sigma Club, and of course, thunder. Cartoon lightning, yes. by the looks of it. Cartoon lightning, yeah. but it's all like this is now Oliver's mind. Mm. The thunder, the lightning, You're and right. he has to make his way to the to the uh, Sigma Society. And he turns up, and you think at the beginning, oh, he's he's alone. Yeah, but and then... it's thunder and lightning, and it's uh, the lights are off, 
And then, again, this is just literally Columbo just sticking knives in now. Mm. <laughs> just playing the music. And then gunshots. Yep. <gasps> Oliver literally goes, fuck this, I'm out of here. Tries to run away. And suddenly, as soon as he opens the door, there's one of Columbo's policemen. Yeah. No, you need to go up there, sir. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's like entrapment now. Then and then Columbo goes, I'm yeah. up here, sir. Yeah, he says, I'm running an experiment and I need your help. Yeah, this is brilliant. Oh, so I then love all this. He, he, he shows him some sort, some of the bits of what he's done. So like the umbrella, because he says, I took your umbrella home. Yeah, by mistake. This, yeah, this, mm, it had squibs in it. Well, it, well, he he starts it off gently as a game. He goes, yeah. suppose there was the perfect murder. Man mm. A wants to kill man B. That's the one. And he's basically describing the very thing that Oliver has done. Oh, sorry, before that. Brilliant. When he when he brings him up, he says, by the way, I figured it out. Yeah, I figured it and out. And it's the coins. And then he shows him with the weights how the coin thing was done. Which is brilliant, yeah. yeah. So you take, you take if there were three bags and you don't know, because all the, all the coins are the same, you take one coin out of bag one, one coin out of bag two, and one coin out of bag three, weigh them all, and then the resulting plus in ounces, you'll be able to work out if it's plus one, plus two, or plus three, because of the fool's gold, and you've worked out which is the bag of gold. Yeah. Simple. Brilliant. And then, um, and then goes, here's another one for you. Yeah. And describes the very murder that Oliver has just done. Oliver also says it's really hard being this clever. That's lovely. Life's he actually really goes, difficult. do you know what it's like being mm. a genius? And he said, do you know what it's like for me as a kid being the cleverest person? I was hated. Mm. And you go, wow. Yeah. That's lovely. Because I genuinely do feel sorry for him at that point. Yeah. And as you say, he then says, right, well, here's one. If, if, how could man A kill man B and make it appear that he was murdered later? Yeah. And what Columbo does now is he describes exactly what happened bar one thing. Yeah. And the question is, is it because Columbo doesn't know? Hmm. Or is it because Columbo just wants him to admit? I, I'd, I'd like to think because it's Columbo. And Columbo is like a million Sherlock Holmes all rolled into one crumpled up man. Is that he knows exactly. He just wants to hear Oliver confess it. Well, he says that he does. He does. He says everything except the pen bit, which yeah. he says the pen is blo is blown over by vibrations. That's right. And now he taps into Oliver's pomposity and his IQ, and I'm the best. And Oliver goes, "It couldn't have been like that. If it, if someone did it, he'd do this." And literally shows Columbo. How well, he, he did triggers it. him by saying that Danziger yeah. worked it out, and that Danziger's obviously yes, that's the genius. Right. Again, to to plug into his pomposity, that idiot, he couldn't do it. Hmm. Yeah, it's and brilliant. as you say, he then just demonstrates exactly how he did it. And um, you get the classic Columbo thing where Columbo just looks at him smiling and you're like, ah. It's absolutely stunning. And of course, for those who don't know, it is, it is brilliant. So the record player is set up with a gap um, uh, with the using the stylus because the stylus Columbo works out earlier on. It's got little scratches on it. And that's because of the um, when, when the squibs blew up and the clamps that were on the stylus. Mm. So basically, it's timed so that um, the music goes. It's a specific length of time. One of the squibs blows up. Um, because of the pen that has been balanced on the book, and the book is huge with a line, it's balanced on the side of a bureau. So, so when the stylus then moves after the second bang, it mm. just clips the pen, which falls and tips the book to create the thud yeah. that sounds like the body, and then you get the second gun. And it's just brilliant. It's so clever. And he's worked it all out, I mm. think. And he, and he gets... And I can't remember, there are many Columbos where he sort of gets them to admit it um, purely by accident you know well sort of like forces them he either forces them to admit it or they go you've got me but in this case he just gives himself away mm -hmm. which is brilliant well the other one i can think of is the dick van dyke one right okay the yeah. camera 
Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a classic gotcha this one. And I love that Oliver's just slumped. Mm. He knows it's over. He just and I think he's sort of really thankful it's over because he's just he can't cope with this. <laughs> well, he says, "What did you say your IQ was? It must yeah. be very high." I love it. Yeah, <laughs> what did you say your IQ was? And then oh. he gives Columbo another mental trick. Yes, he go, yeah, he wants to sort of like go have, he's still not sure if he's been beaten by a halfwit or not. So mm. he goes, I'll give you four words, mm. which is the odd one out and the words <laughs> This is just mental. Yeah. This is mental. What are the words again? Uncle Asphalt Delight Leave. That's right. Mm. He goes, Oh it's to do because it's Dutch Uncle, which yeah. I've never heard of. No. French Leave, which yeah. I've ne- again yeah, never right. heard of. Yeah. French Leave. Yeah. <laughs> And what's the other one? The other one is... Um, Angel Delight. A- <laughs> and the one that's um, not true is, is Asphalt. Yeah. But I remember I, I, I remember watching this yesterday and going, don't get any of that because I'm, I'm just not American. Yeah, I'm not American and I'm not from... I'm, I wasn't al- I was alive in 77, but I wasn't a grown-up, so I don't know Exactly. It's just really weird. You might as well just said Titanic, yeah. Turd, yeah. <laughs> Leonard Rossiter, and um, <laughs> Vibrations. Yeah. They're all Beach Boys songs, sir. They're all Beach Boys songs, Apart from Leonard Rossiter, who was a fan of the Beach Boys. Who did the boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B with with Malcolm and Wise. That's it, sir. Dressed like my wife. (laughs) And then he basically goes, you are a clever man, aren't you? You should have moved into a different um, line of work. And Columbo holds up his hands and goes, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. I couldn't do that. So. Couldn't do that. And it freezes on mm. him as he's doing that lovely hand gesture that he's so good And then at Terry doing. Gilliam animates him flapping off and flying away. <laughs> crawling, crawling up Mrs. Colombo's bum, which is a helicopter, which is all animated. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. Yeah. That was the... <laughs> that was the Bye Bye Sky High IQ murder case. Which we don't know why it's called that. No, no, no. There you go. There it is. There it is. It's a season sixer, and I love it. I think it's yeah. episode three, season six. Well, wonderful. Thanks very much, Paul. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I love this one. One more thing. Well, no, no I'm... Oh, what? Well, well what? my wife loves television. Does she? What's your favourite and least favourite Columbo episode? Ooh... Um, I would say that I kind of almost don't have a... No, I do have a favourite, least favourite. But with Mm. me, it's always, oh, Columbo's on. And it doesn't matter whether I'm five minutes in or halfway through or I've started at the beginning. To me, it's dictated by who the villain is Mm -hmm. and how many times I've actually seen it. But weirdly, I like... I don't mind the 90s, 2000s ones. I know they're not as good, but I'm just happy to fucking have Columbo. But I would say one of my ones is this one that we've spoken about. Mm. There's another one which I really want to do, which is Try and Catch Me, Mm -hmm. which I just adore. I think this is in the same season. Um, But I also like Publish or Perish. Love it. And I really love Rest in Peace, Mrs. Columbo. That one I adore just because of how Columbo gets it, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, as the things I don't like, I, actually, I do know one I really don't like, and that's fucking Short Fuse with Roddy McDowell. Oh, yeah. I yeah. fucking hate that one. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, and I don't know why. I think it's because I just don't like Roddy McDowell yeah, at his all in anything he's ever in. His character's atrocious. I just mm. don't think anything Roddy, if Roddy McDowell's in something, I just don't like it. Mm. I just have a thing against him. And what it's, if he was in the kitchen drawer? <laughs> In, in Short Fuse, he wears the tightest pants. Oh, yeah. And you can see his cock and balls all the time. <laughs> and big flowery shirts. 
Yeah. The only saving grace about short fuse is how Colombo gets him because he's in a cable car at the end, and Colombo mm. reveals how much um, his horrible vertigo. Yeah. And he's absolutely shit scared, but yeah. also saying you're the murderer. Yeah. But I really, I really do not like short fuse. Ah. Okay, thanks very yeah. much, Paul. Okay, well that's me off. That's I'll you. See oh, you. oh, oh, just one more question. Oh, for... what is it, detective? My wife's uncle is a big fan of modern television. If Columbo was on now, right. what would be your plot? Who would be the celebrity murderer? Oh. And what would be the episode title? Here we go then. Mm. I've had a little think about this. <laughs> this is this is going to be a slight UK reboot. Oh, good. But yeah. I don't mind. You mean okay. like one where he comes to the UK? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no. I'm going to do modern. But if we're doing Columbo again, I want mm. it set in the UK. Okay. He's still a detective. <laughs> this is this is just for this one. So your celebrity murderer. Yeah. I like the fact that you're laughing already. Okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> your celebrity murderer, and just think about this. It's beautiful. Is Paul Chuckle. Right. Yeah. From the Chuckle Brothers. All yeah. right. Okay. Good. Columbo. Like it, yeah. Columbo is Paddy Considine. Oh, nice. He's going to be really good. He can do disheveled. He can do comedy. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. He can do disheveled. He's going to be great. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, here we go. This is the plot. Yeah. <laughs> Chuckle World, yeah, is the UK's largest theme park. Right. Yeah, but its owner, Chucky Camp, which is, of course, poor Chuckle, yeah, yeah. what he does is, is he cuts corners and he considers health and safety as being too costly. Yeah? yeah. Now, local reporter, Kate Paprika... And she, she's from the Wet Wang Gazette, which is um, in Yorkshire, where the uh, park is. <laughs> she's been investigating a previous accident at the park when a homeless man had his face ripped off on the teacups ride. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> poor Chuckle, Chucky Camp, knows that this is because of shoddy uh, workmanship and uh, health and safety. Hmm. So, and she's getting very close. He, he knows that it was his fault. But she's getting very, very close to exposing him. So he murders her. Right. Knowing that she, from her medical records, don't know how he finds that out, mm. that she's got a weak heart. What he does is he poisons a samosa that she's eating on the ghost train. <laughs> and she ha- and it looks like she's had a heart attack. <laughs> thus deducing that she died of fright. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> and to make sure he's not caught, he, what he very cleverly does, mm. is he doctors the computers on the log flume ride at the exact time to make it look that he was on the ride because they take pictures on the way down of you going, <laughs> Wee! <laughs> so when he meets Columbo, he goes, well, it couldn't have possibly <laughs> been me, Columbo, because look, I was on the log flume ride. Look, there's me screaming. Wee! And then Columbo, of course, will work out that it wasn't so because his clothes are dry. In fact, it's a brand new shirt and it's never been wet due to its high starch content, thus catching him. It's called, You Need to Be This High to Die. Oh. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> it could almost, almost work. I love it. I absolutely love it. I just love the idea that it's, that it's, that it's Barry, oh, sorry, poor, poor Chuckle. Mm. And you'd make an excellent villain. You'd make a brilliant villain, mm. yeah. In- What's the character's name again? Um, he's called uh, Chucky Camp. Chucky Camp. Yeah, and poor yeah. Kate, Katie Paprika, she gets murdered. Who's who's playing Katie Paprika? I didn't I didn't cast Katie Paprika. Okay. Well, um, we'll leave that it, one open then. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave that one open. Mm. Um, but I like the idea that, yeah, he poisons her and she dies on the ghost train and they find out she had a weak heart. So they think, well, she's obviously died well, of fright. And everyone will be like, open and close, open and shut case. <laughs> I like the fact that he's got a massive blow up of his own face on a log <laughs> flume to prove that he wasn't there. <laughs> Even though she died of a heart attack, so he didn't have to be there. But yeah. Exactly, he didn't have to yeah. be there either. Yeah, don't <laughs> overthink it. No, no, no. I mean, this is what Columbo murderers do all the time. They overthink yeah. it, don't they? So, well, well, 
Well, on that bombshell, thank you so much, Paul. Oh, you're welcome, sir. And it's all that's left for me is to say to you, <laughs> bye-bye, sky high, Paul Litchfield, bye-bye, sky high. Goodbye, Lieutenant. That Danzinger's a genius! Vibrations, that nitwit! The man who conceived all this, you made him out to be a bungling ass! No! This is what he would have done! This! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.